Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back again with another episode. This is episode five, correct? Five. This is Coffee with Jenny and Dre. And uh, I'm Dre, and this is my beautiful, beautiful co-host. I'm here. We're here. And, you know, speaking of coffee, uh, we're featuring a coffee today. We are. We're going to talk about some coffee, finally. We're definitely going to talk about some coffee. <laughs> yeah. So I went to what we're drinking right now is from Tanzania. It is a pea berry. Never okay. knew about this, but I'm learning about coffee even more. So okay. uh, local spot in, in Austin. It's fair trade, organic. Um, it is Trader. Um, what is it? Coffee Traders in okay. Austin. It's downtown. Mm -hmm. um, she told me this was her favorite one. So she wanted Let me, me take to a try sip of this real quick. Yeah, yeah, Let me yeah, see what I'm talking it. about. Yeah. Okay. Hey, and also look it's at this, this, this nice mug. That's a nice it's, mug it's, you got it's, there. It says, fuck them kids. It does. Yeah. Because sometimes that's just what it is. Yeah. So let me tell you something that I learned, though, about coffees. So she showed me, like, the different beans. They roast there. It's, it's a really cool spot. So um, the pea berry is more fruit-forward okay. in coffee. And okay. I'm like, okay, I like that. So if the if the actual coffee bean has, it has a line down the middle, mm -hmm. if it kind of splits open, it, it's a pea berry. Okay. That's how she explained it to me. Yeah. And then that would be more of a fruity coffee. If it's not and it's closed, that's more of like your smoky, chocolatey notes, cool. which I think the Brazil is that. But okay. we'll try that a different day. And then the Yemen is like in between. So okay. we'll talk about we'll talk about those. But yeah. Awesome. Uh, and that's just a, 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 a local uh, company here in um, Austin. We're going to be trying to feature a, a local company every week on a podcast to give you all a little something to, to, to try to drink and do anything like that. It's uh, really good. Uh-huh. And this like episode it. is episode five, like I said. Yeah. Um, this episode is gonna be a lot of questions that were were asked, uh, comments that were made, things that people wanted us to address. We're gonna be talking a lot about relationships, um, just between how, like how we run things in our house and just how uh questions that people just really had uh like you know, wanted wanted our opinions about. We're not. Yeah. We're not saying that we are a, a marriage counseling crew. We're not. We a, not we're not counselors. therapists. We're we're none of those things. But um, one topic that people did want us to discuss is um, fifty fifty, uh, what that means and and how that works in everybody's household. Um, what does a fifty fifty relationship mean and um, how do people you know handle their their fifty fifty arrangement? Mm -hmm. Um, I think with um uh. uh with Jenny and I, I think that 50-50 um, for us is a lot different than 50-50 for a lot of people. Because um, I think um, I grew up with my father doing all the work. My mom stayed at home with the kids. Um, she cooked, cleaned, did everything um, as a traditional mother would do. And my father took care of all the financial responsibilities. And since I and they were married for 40-something years till my father passed away. Um, so I still run I try to run my house in that that same traditional household. Um, I feel like me personally, like the man should take care of everything. So in my house, I take care of all financial responsibilities. Uh, not saying that my wife can't take care of any responsibilities, but I take care of all the major responsibilities of finances that goes on in the house. Um, I would rather her not work, but she does choose to work. And that's, that's her thing. She needs to keep her mental going on because she needs to not have to be able to just talk to kids all day and uh, feel like she has a mom brain all day. So she needs to work to keep her brain sharp and keep her sharp. So as far as uh, financially, I I take on the the helm of, of that. Right. Yeah. So 
when you when when you're speaking 50 50 i i think that it's a bunch of things that break down the 50 50 just because i bring i'm paying all the bills and making all the money and doing all that that doesn't mean that her 50 percent that she's putting in with the kids and all that is not is not equal you know right. what i mean right yeah yeah there's definitely it's a, it's about working together and making a household work and that includes bills and it includes keeping the house together and the kids going and so yeah i guess that's what the the 50 50 means in a relationship you're putting in 50 and i'm putting in 50 but my 50 isn't necessarily financially my 50 is cooking and cleaning and kids and bathing and hair and doctor's appointments and to school and from school and gymnastics and yeah. all the things that that um that goes on 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 that end yes but also, we're like involved in different ways with that because, I mean, that doesn't mean that you don't help out at all in the house because sure. you're still helping out in the house. But I think it and goes I'm back OCD to like, anyway, so cleaning is what I do anyway. Yeah, but so. then that turns into a problem because I can clean the whole kitchen and then he'll come home and be like, oh, ooh. <laughs> that's going to bother you. <laughs> he'll come home and want to clean over me. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things that, that we deal with. But. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, you, you just got to, I mean, I just like my stuff a certain way, organized a certain way. So, of course, sometimes if it's not the right way that I like it, I I, I don't have a problem going back behind somebody and, and and making it the way that I typically like my stuff to be done. Uh, but she does a good job. I mean, I don't really have to do much stuff about, I mean, she's great at cleaning. She's great at cooking. She's great at just being a mother. Um, and I feel like in those 50-50 relationship-wise, I feel like the man has to be able to allow her to feel like she can be a woman at home and not have to, you know, yeah. worry about all the stress of the bills and worry about those type of things. And in some households, you have to where mom and dad have to work. But I just feel that I'd rather her be at home, be able to take care of the kids, be able to cook, clean. And and uh, uh, when when things arise with the kids. Um, her to be able to take care of it and not have to worry about work and how she's going to take off and how she's going to do this. And she don't have to worry about yeah, paying the I bill. Mean, and it's very interesting with the parents that do both parents work full time. I mean, when stuff happens, like your, your kids get sick or whatever. I mean, one always has to take off or, yeah. you know, like that to me is, is super stressful and um, it's amazing how you, how you can do that too because how people it, navigate that, yeah, yeah exactly for um, sure because i know that that can be very stressful or like today our you know today our kids don't have school so mm. you have to find and figure out how you make things work if you do have to go into work because you can't just say sorry my kids don't have school today so i'm not going to be there yeah. i mean there's things that you have to navigate to figure out when you are both working full time yeah. which makes it difficult so and i'm big on um so <laughs> Just like with school, you know, I'm 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 real big on like the spending as much time with the kids as possible, and you know, she's more for the example. I mean, like I think that, and when you break it down, kids go to school, they get up at you know, our kids get up at uh, six thirty by themselves. They set their own alarm clock. But when when I get up to take them to school, they've already had their they've already had made breakfast and ate it. They've already packed their lunches already. Our kids are already straight. They pack the lunches. They're already ready to go. All they're just waiting on me to do is get in the car and take them to school. But they go to school for six, seven hours of the day. 
after they get out of school. Like eight hours a day. Okay, they go to school for six to eight hours a day. After they get out of school, let's say it's 3.20, 3.30, they come home. They eat a little bullshit snack, get some water, put their gymnastics clothes on. Then they go to gymnastics from four to six. After they come home from four to six, they eat dinner. That's going to take to about seven o'clock. Mm. After they take baths and and wind themselves down, it's time to go to bed. So I... I Parents don't really get to spend as much time with their kids as they used to back in the day when it was only one parent working and and mom would stay at home with the kids a lot and, and do all that. Because I'm just real bit when whenever the babies were born, I definitely not I'd want my wife to be at home with the kids to give them that first few years of being with their mom and being acclimated into life and all those type of things. But parents are not spending as much time with, mm-hmm. and it, I'm not saying it's parents' fault, but parents are not spending that much time with their kids as they used to because their school school activities and then home, eat, bed, routine yeah. over again. Yeah. And I, I, I wish that we can get back to parents spending this is more the time in school. It's a fast-paced world that we live in now. Yeah. Everything is, is go, 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 go. And I know that there's a study out there that says even something as small as if you eat dinner together as a family, if you mm-hmm. sit down and have dinner together, th- the likelihood of um, it's like anxiety, stress, uh, yeah. depression, all of all of those go drastically down for your children if you just sit at the table together at night. Yeah. Like that is that is wild to me that that study is out there. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll fi- I, I, we should find it and and really read what it is. But I know. Yeah. Um, you know, it just shows that your kids want that that attention, and they yeah. want your put your phones down. They want they want you to talk to them mm-hmm. and to look at them and make them put their phones down. And because weekends are really like the most time that you do get to spend with your kids because they're at school during the week. So weekends, yeah. of course, if there's no football games or no soccer <laughs> games or gymnastics things that you got to take your kids to, that's the time that you really get to spend the most time with your kids. So balancing that fifty fifty. And with the kids and, you know, how everybody balances because, you know, it's financial. It's it's who's, you know, who's spending the most time with the kids. It's it's house duties. It's a lot of things that break down that 50 50. And uh, with talking with my, you know, a couple of my friends, they they work things out totally different in in their relationship. So whatever works for y'all in your 50 50, don't let anybody tell y'all that is not right or it's or it's wrong. If it works yeah. for y'all and y'all dynamics works that way, I think that um, um, y'all should stick with it if it's working. But as far as how we go, we 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 do our 50-50 uh, based on her, you know, spending a majority of the time with the kids and doing a lot of stuff with the kids and me working and providing everything for the family. Uh, and she never, she would never have to worry about providing. She'll be, she'll, she's straight for forever. Right. So those are, that was one thing that people were asking about how we do with our, our 50-50 stuff and how we uh, how our dynamics work with that. Um, another thing they wanted to know about is uh, how we do with, um, with date night. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we get our date night in once a week. Uh, like, that's just what it is. We, we're lucky to have an a, a, a older daughter that stays with us, Jayla. Yeah. Uh, she's 19, so she gives us the ability to be able to to hit this date night uh, uh, weekly, uh, once a week. We try to we I try think to it's do just that. like really important Definitely. for a relationship yeah. to really make that a priority. Got to. Um, because it's so easy, like we just said, to get caught up in your everyday routine mm-hmm. where 
nothing changes. You go home and just hustle and bustle, hustle and bustle, and you never take time for your marriage. Yeah. And that's one thing that we've, we've always said is, and we might get backlash for this. I don't know, but like what comes first in this marriage is our marriage first and then our children. Facts. And it's very easy to start putting your kids first. Yeah. And when that happens, if, if we are not strong and we are not connected, we cannot be there for our children the Facts. way that we need to be. Yeah. If they or, don't see the love between us, they're, yeah. never, they're not even going to know how to do their thing. So we always put ourselves first and our emotions and our feelings and how we're going about our day uh, first. And then, you know, the kids come after that. But let's not get it wrong. They get lots of attention and lots, lots of, of love. love. Yeah. yeah. But just how we see it is if me and him are off, they are going to sense it and they are going to feel it. Mm-hmm. And they know it. They know kids are so smart. They know they exactly are. what's going on. And and but so, back to back to date night. Fuck them kids. Back to date night. Uh, right. So you got to make sure that you are getting those date nights in. If you're in a relationship, I think it's super important to have those date nights. You know, it don't have to be an expensive date night. No. You don't have to be. Go to the movies. We did that. The we other did night. that. We just yeah, went to the movies. Went to the movies. Uh, saw saw a good movie. You can go to the movies. You can. You don't have to be dinner. It can just be anything. Just. Just have y'all two together. Definitely. Anything like that. But fellas, side note real quick. Make sure that you secure the bag first sometimes. Because what I mean by securing the bag first, meaning that you're already in a relationship. I mean, like sometimes before you go on date night, you got to make sure you beat the cheeks first. Only because in my case, my situation, (laughs) I'm not speaking on everybody's, but beat the cheeks first because sometimes, well, 80% 80% of the time, we go on date night, having a good time. She get a few little wines in her and shit. She's feeling good. She's all hyped up and shit. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, when we get home, it's going down. Like, it's it's going to be a night to remember type of deal. We get to the crib. She gets her, she takes off her clothes and puts on her sweats and shit, right? Absolutely. Then she takes her little, she has this little warm bag. Come it's, on. It's, it has, it's, it's like a little warmy bag, right, that she uses every night. She go pops the motherfucker in the microwave, lets it sit for 90 seconds. It gets hot. She puts it in the bed. I'm already thinking in my head, shit's not going down. Next thing you know, you know, I get in the bed, boom. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I put on the TV just to see what, what the mm. feather look like. I might pop on the TV just to watch, just to catch up on a little bit of sports center, right? Next thing you know, mouth wide open, eyes closed. I'm like, God damn. She, she sleep. Instantly, like you already know. That's why you should take the TV out of the room. If you wouldn't turn the TV on, we it, things would would happen a little bit quicker. But you but already the second go, you, you turn that you TV put your on, sweats on. Mm, you already got your sweats on. Those can come off. That's not the I, I problem. Know, but I, I don't. I don't. I don't want sweats on. Like I don't know <laughs> but, why okay. you put the sweats on. Okay, so on. if I didn't put sweats on, you wouldn't have turned Sports Center on. Is that what you're saying? Maybe not. You're not giving me nothing <laughs> to look at but some sweats. Doubt it. So, okay. So what I mean, what I'm trying to tell you, fellas, sometimes. You have to secure the bag first and 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 just, just have sex before y'all go to date night so you know for sure that you've got your money's worth that you're about to spend <laughs> on the date. So I think might, that's a great, a great thing because yeah, I am like, very tired after. <laughs> I, I know. You, you you be hyped though, but you be getting a little get a little licking and you get a little hype, but then you get home and you're tired. So I, I think that I, I think that you should also definitely make um a when you go on date night, make make sex a priority. I think that sex yes. definitely has to be a priority in these relationships. Um, and and people have all these numbers that they say, oh, you should do it this every many, other every day, other day or three or times this a week, many or four times healthy, a week. Blah 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 blah. Nobody really knows what that number is because everybody like my horny level changes monthly. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yours changes monthly, mine changes monthly, mm-hmm. mine changes weekly. I'm really good with about I think I need about four times a week. That's a lot, just FYI. That's a that's four times a week is not a lot. It is for okay. you people that are out there only having it once a, every two weeks with your spouse, you're no. fucking crazy. Well, that's not no, you just whatever works for them. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. Their horny okay, okay. level yeah, might yeah, not be level, your yeah, horny level. But y'all are crazy though. If y'all are only having sex with y'all spouse <laughs> once If it works every, for you, boo boo. Uh, okay. It don't work for me. It, it never worked for me. But if it works for y'all to have sex with your spouse once every, you know, week, two weeks, that's I think well, I mean, crazy. I think any Again, no sex therapist, but I think a sex therapist would probably say it needs to happen more than that. Um, Just for connection and listen, I've said this before. I already know you turn into a different person come day four. Day four, you are like. Who's like holding out four days? Like that's crazy to me. This, let me tell this funny story. So day four, you turned into, because then here's what happens. You turn into a, a nightmare and nobody wants to be around you because everything bothers you. So then I definitely don't want to do it that night because you've been not nice the whole day. And it's like, and not like not nice, just like, for instance, this happened not that long ago. He were like picking, picking, picking all day. And I already knew what the situation was. So I was like, okay, it's day four. So he's annoyed right now. And I know why he's annoyed. So he's going to, so I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it slide. And then by the end, of, you had been picking all day. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the night, I'm walking past him probably with my warmy bag because I'm, I'm ready to go to bed because I'm tired of you at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mm-mm-mm. and he goes, top ramen. And I was like, top ramen? What? He's like, you took all the top ramen out of the house and I'm going to need some top ramen because that's what I like. And I'm like, I haven't bought top ramen in years, but you want to bring up top ramen right now. Yeah, that's what you want to do. I did. You want to bring us some top ramen right now because you have gone four days without sex. That's basically why we wanted to For bring sure. up top ramen. But why would you make somebody that, why would y'all go, four, that's four days is crazy to me though. Why are we talking about Top Ramen though? Well, I feel that, like at that point just be like. That's a sidebar, like to get to the, like to the meat No, so what you need to say is like, listen, let's go have sex. Instead I, of like doing, all of the. Who's doing like, that communication? Well, what, like, okay, you don't even that. have I don't to, talk like that. You don't have to say that, but you could like yeah. insinuate it and you could like, let's go to the bedroom or however you want to get down. I'm just saying you don't have to like you, be petty and talk about top ramen. You're when, right. You're right. You know, I'm not going to buy top ramen. You're right. So Let me ask y'all ladies this. Uh, this is a question for the ladies. And I guess men, you can chime in on this, put this in the comments, however y'all feel about it. But like, tell me this ladies, when your husband or boyfriend wants some um, oral sex, what is the correct way to ask for oral sex? Because y'all be tripping when like, cause there's not like a, it's not a, it's not a sexy name to say it. Like it's either, you know, if you got kids listening, plug theirs, like you only can say, can, can I get some head? Uh, can I get a blowjob? Uh, you want to suck some dick? Uh, like, can I, you know what I'm saying? Can I get a BJ? Can like, no, that's a good, you, you, Anytime I say any of those to you, you think it's the grossest well, shit in the world, Well, you never though. said, can I get a BJ? Because I'm not. When I'm you not, just said I'm, it like that, I wasn't as offended. I'm not that dude that says I want B, I want. can I get a BJ? Like, I'm not even that dude. And you're so goofy. You'll be like, I don't want to make a peanut butter and jelly. You're, you're thinking some retarded stuff <laughs> like that. And just, you know, you're. I'm just saying. So women, ladies, please ex- let me know what's the proper way to ask your spouse for some head. I'm sure that the, some women out there are like, just ask. I mean, I don't know. I you don't, don't know. like, if I just ask, 
it's like a like I just said, the worst shit in the world. Well, because it's not like God. It's funny now that we're in because there's like if some I'm driving I'm in like, the car and I'll be like, "Yo, when we get on, can I get some hair?" You're like, "What? what? I'm like, what? what am I supposed to say?" No, in that that's instant? never when you do it. It's always like. And that's not even how you do it. Oh my God. I don't even know if I want to talk about okay. this on here. So I'm just, you, it's the way you say it and then the, the, the tone that you say. And you know, the you're, tone. Like it's, you're it's, not it's reading tone? the room. Like when you say that, I'm like in the middle of folding laundry and doing kids, and you're like, I'm like, no. You're, you're, you're in the what mood of, part you're, of you're this? folding laundry. I'm just, I'm just asking, like, <laughs> maybe later on tonight. Maybe I'm, okay, I'm just well, putting suggestions maybe in Maybe take into consideration what I'm doing and if it's cooking, cleaning, washing, bathing, picking up dog this, dog that. The answer is a hard no. I just at need, that I point. just need somebody to let me know what's the proper Bring way. Bring home some flowers and then Bring, be like, <laughs> you get what you get flowers all the time. What are we talking about here? So I'm I just, just need to know to the proper you. way to 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 ask for that type of thing. Like, what is that proper way to um, you know? You to, also got to check my sinuses too to make sure like, we're good. I, I, I'm tired of that shit. Like, I, I, I need a better I need a better avenue. Um, <laughs> To, to to help me with that. Um, and so that's just crazy to me, man, that nobody has a the proper way. Uh, is it an etiquette to how Listen, you need to say if it? if I was, you know, yeah. You just, you, tell me, what's the best way for me to say it to you? I just told you. I just told you. I'm not going to say BJ. I'm definitely not saying that. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll come up with a name for it that isn't so like, and maybe that's and for me it sounds degrading in oh the way that you say. What the fuck, man? Oh but it's God. not. It's just. It's. I don't know. I don't know. Women get judged. So, so if I'm just saying, so women get. Okay, let's. Uh, we're, well, <laughs> mo moving on to the next next topic. Like, listen, man. Um, relationship wise, <laughs> man, like. Like I told you, we're going to move on from that subject because she doesn't even know what the heck she's talking about. I do. It's I, just a longer conversation. I had one of my friends. Uh, I, I mean, I guess not a friend, but they left a comment and they 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 wanted to know, like, how do we navigate with like um, like arguments and and uh, like um, disagreements or like when like when shit gets really like rough with us, like mm -hmm. how do we navigate things? Um, I think that. Um, people handle things way different um i feel uh we don't me and my wife don't discuss our relationships when we're i mean our relationship when we're going through things with our in-laws meaning that mm. if she is mad at me and i've done some shit because i've done a bunch of shit i'm not perfect uh everybody knows that but like when she, if she's getting mad at me for doing some shit she doesn't go tell her mom or her she might mention a little bit to not her mom, major but, but like things. major stuff that no. we go through in our lives she's not telling her friends and all that because we're going to deal with it internally not and like if she did something to me or we have a problem with each other i'm not going to go tell my mom the reason why we decided to do that in our relationship is because we don't want uh like like imagine if um she told her like i did some crazy shit and she told her mom and i I, I go to Christmas and her mom looking at me sideways and her brother yeah. looking at me sideways. We don't want each other ever to have that type of feeling. So because we don't. Your parent or your brother or yeah. whoever always wants to defend you sure. and, and make sure you're okay. So for in a marriage, it's it's my responsibility. If you did something to me, if I choose to forgive you, that's that's on me. I don't need my family to have to choose to forgive you if something happened. Yeah. 
that's how I look at it. And not only that is they're not as forgiving. Let's just be real. When you're in a marriage, like y'all are going to be the most forgiving people towards each other. And y'all are the two that are going to determine if you're going to continue to move forward and it's something you can get past or if, if it's petty and it's fine, but whatever. But the more, in our opinion, the more you tell everyone else your business yeah yeah i mean the more they're going to get in your head and talk and da, 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 mm-hmm. and that's not what we need in this marriage that's At all. for sure but yeah. you should i think you should have somebody you can talk to if it's a therapist yeah. or somebody that's you know your one friend that you know that is going to be not so judgmental and be like, ah, oh, Jenny, you were tripping that time. I don't think it was Dre. Oh, right, or Dre, right. you were you, you sure. were fucked up. I don't think it was her that time. So you got to have For that sure. one friend that's going to be up, not judgmental <laughs> like that uh, towards um, towards you. You got to always have those type of guys and um uh, or those type of women in your life that or I think it's, so it should be just one. I don't think it should be a bunch of them, but just right. one person that you can talk to that's going to give you. You just have to be careful. Sound good advice, but we don't. We, we if we're going through something, we're going to probably deal. We're going to deal with it more internally than letting you know delegating it out to moms and dads and, and all that type yeah. of thing. We don't. We don't get people like that. We don't get nobody really involved in our stuff. Right, but also w- one thing that's important, and you know where I, where I heard this it was years ago. I was watching Dr. Phil Mm -hmm. (laughs) and there was a lady on Dr. Phil whose husband had, now this is like major stuff, but her husband had been cheating for like 15 years, 20 years, long time. He had another woman Mm -hmm. and they were asking her how she got over it and past it and all this stuff. And she was like, I forgave him. And when I told him I forgive him, that meant I don't get to, I don't, I'm not going to rehash and open up and, Tell him I'm that I forgive you, but then but then my actions aren't that I forgive you. So she was basically saying when I told him I forgave him, mm-hmm. that meant I'm gonna move on past this. But there's a lot of people that say they forgive, but they still so that's what I was gonna say. They always be, they're there's, saying is I forgive, time, but don't forget forget right. type of deal. So there's a forgive and a forget, but also like but that like stuck with me because it was like really truly, if you do forgive someone, you shouldn't get to just constantly bring it back up because that's when that's you get not, in your feelings and when, shit. Yeah, only yeah. when you're mad or upset or, yeah. you know, but that doesn't mean that if they hurt you, you're not going to have feelings again about it that you have to like process and deal with. It's just, I'm not going to come at you with it anymore. If yeah. I chose to forgive you, then I might have a therapist that I'm going to talk to when I'm angry or upset mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just, yeah. and not to say it, it would never happen or you're never going to bring it up again, but like, that's the goal is if forgiveness happens, then you need to forgiveness happens. That mm-hmm. means we've worked through it. We've conversated about it. We've communicated. We know what the other one needs and doesn't need. And I think and we think, trust I th- that it's going to get fixed. Think therapy is good. If people need to go to therapy, uh, go to oh, therapy. Yeah. We're never yeah. not going to, we're, we're never knock anybody that goes to therapy or their, you know, relationship wise and, and needs to get that extra eyes on the relationship and, and, and all those type Not of things. Not just eyes, but like, I think what therapy Ears and does, just listen and all yeah, that. Yeah. You can get it out in a safe spot for someone to then mediate it. Yeah. So especially like really tricky situations where you know, it's going to be an argument. Mm-hmm. There's a person there to be like, hold on. That's not what he or she said. This is what they said. What did you hear? Cause yeah. a lot of times we get caught up on that's not what I said. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but that's what I heard. But that's not what you said. You got to like break it down with For another sure. person to mm-hmm. be able to really hear what the other person's saying. For sure. And, and you know, when me and her get into our spats or, uh, you know, 90% of the time it's me fucking up. So, I mean, <laughs> just being honest, uh, I'm not perfect, but I'm, I'm not really big on saying sorry. Uh, I yeah. think that 
I just, I'm just not big on saying sorry. I just because I think that um, change behavior proves how sorry yeah. you are. I don't think that saying I'm sorry all the time is like the 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 sorry fix really it all. Sorry really doesn't matter. Sorry really doesn't really mean I mean, to some people it means something, but I don't like saying sorry because I just think change behavior is what's gonna show that I'm sorry, and so I don't really say sorry much. I will say. I was wrong for that or that was my bad but like sorry I'm not really into like saying oh I'm sorry or will you forgive me and right. all that bullshit I just just change your behavior and I think that proves if you know you, that you were sorry for what you did change yeah. behavior is is how I feel but I mean you know some women need to hear you say I'm sorry and they sorry. might need to hear you're sorry but if your actions don't change sorry what's the point of saying it facts yeah I mean yeah, yeah. you have to you, you don't get to say sorry and then go back to doing exactly what you were doing in order yeah. for me to want you to say sorry. I yeah. mean, so in my opinion, I mean, yeah, in, in situations like if you if you were like mad and you said something you shouldn't have said, then I can see a sorry. But like if it's like a bigger thing and it's a it's an action thing, actions are speak louder than words. Facts. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So I, I agree with that. Yeah. That, a la Change. Another question we had come in, one of my boys was asking me, well, I keep saying my boys, but I feel like everybody that leaves comments are y'all my people now. We like family. So they asked about phones and should uh, uh, your significant other be able to go through your phone and how do y'all feel about those type of things? And, you know, just, you know, these devices, okay. you know, with IGs and DMs and I guess Snapchats and There's I don't know, Facebook, you know, just all the shit that's on these phones and shit. Like, how do y'all feel about, um, um, like, how do y'all navigate with, you know, going through phones and shit? I'm on the, I don't play this shit. Don't go through my phone. Don't touch my shit. But she can go through my phone anytime she wants to. She got the passcode. She got all that. But I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't care if you go through my phone. She doesn't go through my phone. But if she wanted to, she could. There's only one caveat to going through my phone that I would never ever in life play with she could never ever ever who are you looking at <laughs> i'm looking at the, the 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 camera here okay okay i'm gonna look at her so one caveat i got about I this phone. Know what you're gonna say no you don't she can never ever ever read your group message god dang right you can never read the group i don't give messages. a dang what you no no, no let me get this out real quick only about. because i would never in life put any of my boys personal business in jeopardy with, I'm not saying that you're going to go and tell, but we don't do that pillow talking like that about any of my friends and what we talk about in those uh, group chats. So, Because yeah. sometimes in these group chats, it, we talk about football, basketball. We talk about life shit. We talk about shit that they might be going through their marriage that we all giving advice on. We're just talking about a lot of stuff that I don't think that your significant other needs to be looking at because I don't want you to ever view any of my friends in a different light. So one thing that she can never, ever in life, do I have is no desire to look read my group messaging. Like I got, I got a few group chats with my boys. You know, what I'm saying closer than other. I got a few group chats that I'm in, and that's she can go, she can read every message in my damn phone. Just not the ones that I have a group chat with my boys with because I want to keep their personal business, their personal business. And as a man, I think y'all need to, you should tell your wife that too to respect the group chat. I, I listen. If y'all are out there just digging through each other's phones, I think that's. That's crazy. There's I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you're going through phones anyway, that's, I mean, you should be going through phones anyway. But also, if you're going through phones be because you're suspicious or you're nosy, I mean, I don't know, uh, then you're going to find something that you don't like. Because if you're going in with a mentality of, 
something's wrong, I feel like you can always find something wrong because your mind can play tricks on you. What was I just talking about the other day about the mind? Do you remember that? I, I don't. I only listen to 60% of what you say. Um, is It's like when you, like that uh, documentary we watched where the girl, what was that documentary that we just watched with the girl that was, uh, they stole her, they kidnapped her from her house, from the boyfriend's house. Um, but the, and the cops. Oh yeah, 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 already, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like they, I, I they yeah. already had in their head what they thought happened. Yeah, yeah. Even though it was true, they came and took her. Mm-hmm. She had to then prove. Yeah. And and they came at her as if she was faking it because in their mind, yeah, that's what they already knew. Mm-hmm. So if you go into something and like I already know this, and you're that's what then you're going you're going to find what it is that you think you already know, and you it's going to turn into something that you know probably never was. That's how I look at it. But yeah, I I don't have any desire to look through your phone, <laughs> I, and I don't, and I've never in, in fourteen years I've never looked through a phone. Like, but don't give me a reason. Like I don't even I don't even go through a phone. Like I'm not even I'm like I don't even go through the phone. I don't even play the phone mm-hmm. stuff. Like I, it, whatever. It, I think it's a trust thing. Yeah, too. like I mean, it is what it is. We're gonna pause the conversation right here. We're gonna pick up next week. Thank y'all for tuning in to episode five. We will continue this conversation next week. Thank you. <laughs>